she keeps saying, "Ah, this might be too much for you. And I said, I am not scared. I'm not scared. There's a God that I know that created me and he created you. He knew you before you existed. It doesn't scare me. I believe I'm supposed to be here right now. Hey, welcome to another episode of Relate, Refresh, and Restore, a podcast committed to bringing stories of hope and insight to those on the front lines of Christian ministry. Our desire is for all of us to see, sense, and experience God's voice through their stories. And through these stories, we may see His hand and hear His voice in our lives. The Relate, Refresh, and Restore podcast is brought to you by Romans 12 Ministries, where we are wildly committed to transforming the church, one pastor, missionary, and ministry leader at a time. Well, a few months back, my wife burst into my office and said, you've got to hear this story. And she told me about a woman that she had at one of her coffees, her women's coffees at Romans 12, who shared a story of hope. And she said, you have got to get her on the podcast. You'll love it. And so I did reach out to Ashley Thune, asked her to come into the studio, and she shared her story. And the one thing that I've learned When my wife bursts into my office, anytime, I better listen. And I'm so glad I did. Uh, Ashley came in, and I just kept thinking as I was hearing this story really for the first time, I was thinking, how many times have I just not talked to somebody on a plane when I felt like I was supposed to, or when I just uh, somebody was on the street and I just didn't give them anything, any time, any money, when I felt like I was supposed to, or just being mindlessly oblivious to those around me as I go about my day. You're going to enjoy this story. Ashley was obedient to the nudging of the Holy Spirit to do something that she normally wouldn't do for God, and he had planned a reunion that he had actually pre-planned with Ashley being his hands and feet. This is a great Christmas story for us as we end 2022. Ashley Thune grew up in a small town in North Dakota. She is married to Jeff for the last 15 years. Jeff is the lead pastor at the Northwest Bible Church here in Tucson, Arizona. They have four children, ages 11, 9, 8, and 5. I'm David Town, the host of the Relate, Refresh, and Restore podcast. Well, I have a guest in today, ladies and gentlemen, that I have just met, which is unusual. Mm-hmm. So, Ashley Thune. Yes. Thank, thank you. you for coming thank in. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to hear the story, and I've only heard part of the story. Yes. My wife is the one that kind of said, you have to have Ashley come on and share the story. <laughs> and so, you're kind of on, you're on the stage right now. Here we go. Are you ready? To God be the glory. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I appreciate you and, and appreciate you coming in. And um, I'm anxious to see how God uses this for us because mm-hmm. just listening to it, I think there's a lesson here of us just showing up and being obedient and almost being content mm-hmm. with where we are right mm-hmm. now instead of always striving for more. Mm-hmm. And so I'm anxious to do that. But you, you kind of felt nudged by God. So mm-hmm. I want to share us the story. Yeah, so something that doesn't always happen is on a Tuesday morning after a workout at the gym, I felt like I needed to do some cardio, and that's not normal. I, um, on the way home, I thought, I'm going to go for a run. So I stopped and pulled over onto the big old bike loop and parked my car and went for a little run, and it was just this overwhelming feeling that I needed to run. 
So I did that, and as I came off the path, I had my earbuds in, and there was a gal sitting on a bench um, right by the parking lot, and I kind of felt like I maybe knew her. She just looked familiar in a way. She kind of had that, you know, mid-30s mom look to her, and I thought maybe I know her from school or the gym or something. And she said something, and so I pulled my earbud out, and I said, what's that? And she said, is your name Sarah? I said, no, my name's Ashley. And she throws her hands up in the air and she said, of course it is. And I take out both my earbuds at that moment and um, walked over to her and I said, what's up? And she said, I just, this might sound crazy, but I just, I feel like I'm going to die and I can't do it anymore. I have too many people that need too many things for me. And she goes, this might sound crazy. So go ahead and, uh, go ahead and go if you have to. I said, that doesn't sound crazy to me. I said, I got nothing to do today and I'm a Christian. And so I don't think that um, anything is too crazy. So go ahead, tell me what you need need to tell me. So she went on to describe things that were feeling overwhelming to her. Again, she said she felt like she was gonna die. And um, I initially said, can I pray for you? And she said, yes, but then she moved on really quick and telling me all these stories. And then she took her phone and she went and like set it across on the bench away from us. And she said, my phone keeps going off. And I said, well, what's, what's wrong with your phone? What keeps prompting you on your phone? She said, all these notifications, all these notifications. So I'm sitting with her and I said, go get your phone and let's turn off your notifications. I said, I feel at times when I get texts or notifications, I feel a little bit crazy in my head because it's too many people demanding things from me. Maybe, can you show me how to do that on my phone after <laughs> yes. this? afterwards, we'll do that for sure. So we literally took her phone and went into notifications and turned off uh, her NFL fantasy team. She said she bets money, so all the betting things were pro- chiming. Um just all of these really random things. We kept her kids' school chiming. <laughs> she got to be notified by her kids' school. And she was just so thankful. Thank you for doing this for me. This was so helpful. And as I'm sitting there, I felt like God was telling me that this girl is in a manic state. There's something more happening here, um, which was so gracious of him because if I was trying to figure out what was happening just in my own, or this was just a, I don't know, 10 a.m. on a Tuesday thing, it would have felt really overwhelming. We go through that, and she says, um, "CVS, they keep they keep messaging me too, but I have I have stuff I have to pick up there." I was like, "Okay," and then we set her phone down, and then she's talking for a while, describing to me all of these traumatic things in her life. And again, she keeps saying, ah, "This might be too much for you," and I said, "I am not scared. I'm not scared. There's a God that I know that created me, and He created you." He knew you before you existed. It doesn't scare me. I believe I'm supposed to be here right now. And she's like, okay. So she tells me all this stuff and her phone goes off again. And she says, that's my mom. She keeps bugging me. And I said, you should pick up the phone for your mom. Tell your mom you're okay. So she picks up the phone. She's like, hi, mom. I'm just on a bench by the, by the path. And yeah, I'm okay. I'll be there in a little bit. So then she tells me I've been diagnosed bipolar. And so again, as I 
sat there just like thanking God that he showed me that there's something more going on. And then her telling me that I said, okay, that CVS, CVS notification you were getting, you need to go pick up your meds, Ashley. Um, and so her, her name's Ashley. Did I say that earlier? No, I don't think, I don't think did. I did. When I said my name was Sarah, or her, she asked if I was Sarah. And I said, no, I'm Ashley. She said, of course you are. My name's Ashley. Yeah. Um, which and is this, kind of this, fun. And this young lady is in the 30s, right? She's this in not her a mid young... 30s. She's, yeah, she looks not like... Not a homeless. No, just your basic mom, mm -hmm. like basic Oral Valley mom, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's why I was, I wasn't, I just thought I knew her. Yeah, I just felt like I needed to pay attention to her. Can I just interrupt yeah. real quick? It, we'll pick that up. But yeah. I found it interesting that God was almost preparing this meeting mm. beforehand the day before. Yes. Can you can you share a little bit of background on that? Yes. Uh, the day before, I had gone to coffee with my husband. It was his day off. And I was talking through just, am I supposed to be doing what I'm doing in life right now? Uh, we have four kids, and our youngest is in half-day kinder. And there's always that, um, am I doing enough, you know, wrestling inside of me. We have, um, my husband's a pastor, and I am a stay-at-home mom. And so is my basic day-to-day -day enough? Should I be making more money for our family? Should I be doing all these different things? And just processing that with him and trying to figure out, is this where I'm supposed to be? So then the next day... <laughs> Here you are. You're having this interaction with this woman that you've yeah. never met before. Yeah. It's like God ordained. Mm -hmm. You didn't normally don't go for a run after a 45, 45 minute workout. Right. And then here it is. And so you turn off the notifications. Mm -hmm. She talks to her mom. She talks to her mom, tells her, her she's safe. And she keeps telling me um, that she's scared that she has, there's photos on her phone that are dark, that she um, has dabbled in horoscope stuff and um, different spiritual things like that. She told me she once used to go to a Christian church, but the pastor had shamed her for something in front of everyone, and she'd never been back since. She told me how all these traumatic things that had happened to her in her high school life, different affairs she had had throughout her life or caused rifts in families and marriages in her early years. Um, just all of these very heavy things. And I said to her again, Ashley, can I pray for you? Mm. And she goes, yes. And then she started into something else. And I said, Ashley, I'm going to pray for you. And I put my hand on her and it was very scary because I didn't know what was going to come out as I prayed. I know that it's very, you just don't know what you're walking into in a moment like that, especially as they've talked about the things that they've dabbled the in. The darkness, spiritual warfare. The darkness, mm -hmm. yes. So I put my hand on her and I prayed and I said, God, please be with Ashley. Give her safety. Give her peace, God. Bring her into the light. May she see you and know you in a whole different way. May she feel accepted and known and loved. Um, just protect her and anything that isn't of you, God, we ask it to leave right now. And uh, yeah, just protect her, God. And I said, amen. And she said, can I say something? And I said, yeah. So I had my eyes closed and she said, God, 
Keep me in your light. Keep me close to your light. She said, Amen. And then she opens her eye and she goes, because that's what I'm supposed to say, right? I said, yeah. Wow. I'm supposed to end it with amen. You know, the whole thing, what you're talking about is dark and light to mm me. I mean, you were this light on this path and she's in this darkness. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that is just so clear to me. And for her to pray that. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so after that prayer, I said to her, I said, hey, Ash, maybe a part of you does die today. Maybe the old self and the dark dies today. Maybe there is something where you were feeling like you were going to die today. Maybe this is the start of something fresh with the Lord, the one true creator. Because she had told me she believes all paths lead to God. Um, I said, no, those mountains right there, the creator of those mountains, the majesty of the Push Ridge Mountains. I said, he created you. And there's there's only one. There's only one. Um So she's like, I got to go. I got to get to my mom. I'm really thirsty. (laughs) She had been like out on the path for only the Lord knows how long. I said, I'll give you a ride because I'm driving right by that park. So we get into my car and we're going along and she goes, um, she goes, do you have any tattoos? And I said, no, I don't. She goes, okay, good. Because I had a dream once that I got into a car with someone that had tattoos and it didn't end very well. And I said, nope. I said, hey, Ash, okay, here's your plan for the day, right? You're going to go and you're going to go pick up your medicine at CVS and you're going to take a nap. You need to take a nap. I think you need rest. I said, you have kids. You know what it's like when you haven't slept well. There's, We need rest. She goes, I can't sleep. It's just so dark. I said, why don't, I said, do you have a Bible at home? She goes, oh, I have a kid's Bible. I said, that's great. Pick it up. Pick up that Bible and read before you go to sleep. She goes, I can't. I, she goes, the Bible's dark. There's like some dark stuff, you know, Cain and Abel. I said, no, don't read the beginning part. Read towards the the end. I said, but not too far at the end because that gets, that gets weird. <laughs> More like middle to like end. And she goes, okay. Um, so we pull up to the park and her mom um, was out walking. So she wasn't there. And I have a Bible that's in the side of my car because I'm a mom of four. I have a church Bible and I have a home Bible because I just have to have it there. So I pull up my Bible and on the back of my Bible, I have a sticker that has the Brazil flag on it. And she goes, um, oh, what's that? I love Brazil. And so I told her my husband and I got engaged in Brazil and we worked with orphans there. And I open up my Bible. I said, see, you could even read in the Psalms, like in the Psalms here. And I open up my Bible and I have like a kid craft project that's a cross. And she said, oh, can I take a picture of that? And in my mind, I'm thinking, why would you want a picture of a craft that an orphan in Brazil gave me, you know? And so she's holding up her phone about to take a picture and on the craft, it says, I love Ashley. And her name is Ashley with that cross. And I was like, yes, you can take that picture. So I set down this cross craft and I open up my Bible or I'm looking at my Bible and I'm at Psalm 18 because that's where the craft was in. And in Psalm 18, this is what it says. Mm -hmm. So I read this to her in my car. I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I am saved from my enemies. The cords of death entangled me. The torrents of destruction overwhelm me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. 
The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. The earth trembled and quaked, and the foundations of the mountains shook. They trembled because he was angry. Smoke rose from his nostrils. Consuming fire came from his mouth. Burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the heavens and came down. Dark clouds were under his feet. He mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his covering, his canopy around him. The dark rain clouds of the sky, out of the brightness of his presence, clouds advanced. With hailstones and bolts of lightning, the Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded. He shot his arrows and scattered the enemies, great bolts of lightning, and routed them. The valleys of the sea were exposed, and the foundations of the earth laid bare. At your rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of breath from your nostrils. He reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from the foes who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. The Lord has dealt with me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands, he has rewarded me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord. I have not done evil by turning from my God. All his laws are before me. I have not turned away from his decrees. I have been blameless before him, and I have kept myself from sin. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. To the faithful you show yourself faithful. To the blameless you show yourself blameless. To the pure you show show yourself pure. But to the crooked you show yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but bring low those whose eyes are haughty. You, O Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. With your help, I can advance against a troop. With my God, I can scale a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is flawless. He is a shield for all who take refuge in him. For who is God besides our Lord? And who is the rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to stand on the heights. He trains my hands for battle. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. You give me your shield of victory, and your right hand sustains me. You stoop down to make me great. You broaden the path beneath me so that my ankles do not turn. I pursued my enemies and overtook them. I did not turn back till they were destroyed. I crushed them so that they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You armed me with strength for battle. You made my adversaries bow at my feet. You made my enemies turn their backs in flight, and I destroyed my foes. They cried for help, but there was no one to save them. To the Lord, but he did not answer. I beat them as fine as dust borne on the wind. I poured them out like mud in the streets. You have delivered me from the attacks of the people. You have made me the head of nations. People I did not know are subject to me. As soon as they hear me, they obey me. Foreigners cringe before me. They all lose heart. They come trembling from their strongholds. The Lord lives. Praise be to my rock. Exalted be God my Savior. He is the God who avenges me, who subdues nations under me, who saves me from my enemies. You exalted me above my foes. From violent men, you rescued me. Therefore, I will praise you among the nations, O Lord. I will sing praises to your name. He gives his king great victories. 
He shows unfailing kindness to his anointed, to David and his descendants forever. Mm. I read that whole verse to her. She sat there, and I looked at her, and I said, Ashley, you are loved, you are accepted, you are known, and you're not a burden. And she grabbed my hand, and she said, you've said a lot of really good things today, but that's what I needed to hear. Oh, I do hate interrupting this story, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for being part of Romans 12 Ministries and listening to our Relate, Refresh, Restore podcast each and every month. You know, it takes money to uh, put these on, and as we come to the end of the year, and I know you're inundated with people asking for money at the end of the year, and so we are honored that you are listening uh, really all across our country, and actually I've heard from people outside our country, and we are just asking you to be a part of it if you can, and you can do that by donating online at our website, which is romans12ministries.org. That's Romans 12, the number one, two, ministries.org. Or you can just give us a call and do it at 520-982-5877. Now, back to the rest of the story with Ashley Thune. And her mom walks up and she gets out of the car and she introduces me to her mom. And her mom, you know, uh, it, I can only imagine what her mom's gone through um, in this season with her. And it wasn't... It was almost a, as if it was just another day to her mom. Her mom's like, hi, you know, and I met her and we left and that was it. And Ashley had got my number and um, I just trusted that God will take that and protect, you know, it was a little nerve wracking to, to go, here's my number. But at the same time, I'm like, God's sovereign, man. I was supposed to be at this point on this path. Mm. So I left and of course called Jeff. And I was like, you have you've got to hear this. And he said, you gave our number out? Yeah, right. (laughs) You went for a run? (laughs) So then fast forward to that evening, I get to sit in my connection group with my church family, my church small group, and we were discussing um, Psalm 8. And so just listening, Psalm 8 verse 2 is talking about how, um, showing about that the weakest of the weak can display his glory. And so I just, I am that weak vessel. I so often, I'm not the most theological person. I I was telling you earlier, I'd be like, and let's turn to the book of Judas in the Bible. Like if, if on the spot, I'll panic and say random things. And so the fact that I had opened up my Bible and that was the verse that was in that bookmark is so God. So I got to yeah, sit that night and talk about that with my connection group, and we prayed for her and just the situation. And we all, we always talk about how um, these stories are such like a springboard forward and just give us hope and seeing God at work in each of us. Then fast forward to the next day, I get a phone call as I'm on my way to pick up my kids um, from a number I didn't recognize. And here it's the mom of this girl, and she says, Ashley's been missing since last night. She took the car and left her phone. That's how I have your number. Do you go on that path often? I said, I don't. I said, that's what's wild to me. I don't normally go on that path. And I think that I felt like God put me there that day to engage with her. And she said, if you go, can you look for her? Um, And then I took down the license plate of their card and I remembered seeing what it was and 
my kids are all filing in the car and I'm like giving the whole like mom look of like, don't say anything. So I hang up or I said, um, can I pray with you? And so I pray that um, that she just that Ashley would be protected, that they would find her, that she'd be safe, that they would have a peace that can only come from God. Um, and if they needed anything, you know, I said, amen. And just let me know. Keep me posted. So my kids then are asking, what? Who's missing? What's going on? So I was able to share with them, like, hey, let's pray. We prayed in that moment in the parking lot because I had filled them in on this story um, of this girl the how day you, before. How are you feeling at that time? Because we, as humans, we want that story to end that night when she was reconciled or, or mm-hmm. met with her mom, mm-hmm. that everything is good now. Right. Everything's happy. Yeah. She's changed. Mm-hmm. How, how were you feeling? What were your emotions when you got that phone call the next day mm-hmm. from the mom? I, I felt like it was another opportunity to pray with someone and say, can I pray for you? Like, I don't know you. I don't know. I can't imagine being in the situation, but I'm going to boldly because of, I mean, God, in this whole thing, I was just like, I'm just going to open my mouth and use me, God. So it's another way to just point to him and that he's the only one that can bring peace. Um, So that night at dinner, I'm sitting down and I get a text from her mom that said she had been found. Her dad found her. She was on that path, that same path, but like further up, like probably two miles further up. And she did not even recognize her father at that point. So she had been taken to the hospital to be stabilized. So being able to share that with our kids, like she's found, you know, and I had asked her too. I said, I have a whole group of people that are praying people. Can I share this with them? So I texted my connection group, please be praying. She's, she's missing. And, um, so they were all in it and I got to follow up with them. And, um, again, I, in this story, I may not ever see her again. I may not know if she becomes a true follower of Christ or what her life looks like, but trusting and knowing that like in that moment, God had me there for a reason. And it gave me such a piece of like, I don't need to go get a job. <laughs> this I literally went for a run and he put her on my path. I feel... A lot of times sitting convicted on a Sunday morning, you know, I need to share Jesus with people like the next target, check her out or I'm coming for you. You know, do you know Jesus? And that works too. But it feels so um, overwhelming at times. And yet things like this happen. And yeah, there was just so many things that God was so gracious in showing me and giving the boldness and that my Bible literally was bookmarked to something that was so on with what she was feeling. Um, it was just a really incredible, I don't know, moment just to give him the glory in and speak boldly on. God showed up on the river path mm-hmm. in a mighty way. And I think when you read that, what jumped out to me in Psalm 18, was it, or 28? It was Psalm 18. Yep. 18, it mm-hmm. said... Uh, turn darkness into light. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You did your part. I think that's what God has called us to do is to Mm -hmm. show up and to to 
yeah, to say not, yes to those nudges. Mm-hmm. But you're okay where you are, yeah. you know, because we all, and as we work at Romans 12 with pastors and their families, there is such a burden at times. I got to do more. Mm-hmm. I've got to do more. I've got to reach more. I've got to build a bigger church. I've got to, mm-hmm. and you know what? That is a slippery slope mm-hmm. for people. And uh, this message resonates with me. Mm-hmm. And the time of this for me to hear it mm-hmm. is perfect mm-hmm. for me. So, who cares if this impacts other people, our listeners? It's impacted me. It's what God I needed to hear yeah. this morning from from you and from Him. So yeah, um, yeah. It's it's cool too. I have um, she actually texted me a few weeks after because she did have to get stabilized, you know, in all that she was going through, and um, she said, "Hi, Ashley. I have no idea where to begin, and I feel." Like anything I text will fall so short of how much gratitude I want to send your way. But thank you so much for all the love, prayers, and support. It means so much to me and my family. I am back home with my babies now. I hope I can thank you in person soon. I am so thankful to have met you that day. You know, and so it's just that sweet, she could have said, get away from me, you know, but her mom texted me after the fact too. There's just this connection. I'm trying not to be too like, hey, what's up? Want to hang? You know, not too overbearing, um, but just trusting that the story's not over yet and um, come back for season three. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not over yet. That story has just begun. And you might, heaven's going to be a really, could be a really cool reunion. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think that you planted seeds that way. And I think that's the challenge for us is mm-hmm. we're to plant seeds, mm-hmm. not to control it, yeah. not to do it out of obligation. Right. Um, we're just walking faithfully and humbly with our, with our Lord. Yes. Amen. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing this. Yeah. What Thanks a joy. And it was great to meet you. Yeah, you too. Okay. Thank you for joining us today at another episode of Relate, Refresh, and Restore, a podcast sponsored by Romans 12 Ministries. For more information on Romans 12 Ministries, visit us at romans12ministries.org or give us a call at 520-982-5877. May we all continue to be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer.